Yeah, because football and food are synonymous with each other, pretty ah. much. Uh, the easiest football for, if food that you can serve up at your next party. Or, if, look, if it's just you hanging out with the family watching football, this is all easy and fun to fix. Yeah, not not just the whole big list, but today, later on today, the one easiest thing to make. If you want to make it easy because you're the host house, got an idea for you, you like on the way. Melt the block of Velveeta? No, that's not it. Oh. You wish, it's funny, Sam. I forgot about that. I haven't had that in so long. It seems like we you know went through a burn-in on that. Add anything to Velveeta and you've got yourself a dip. Yeah, you could just do Velveeta or you can add a can of Rotel or you can add a can of chili. It's well, they, really healthy. They now make the white Velveeta, like the queso. I haven't even tried Bunko. that yet, and I, I just I don't know can't. that I'm going to. I think that's one of those things I've kind of just it, set aside in my life for the time being. You know it would be a problem, because you know it probably rocks. Yeah, it does. Um, I mean, um, oops. <laughs> um, I have a question for everybody. Um, have you ever seen, watched a stranger do something in public, and you're like, what are they doing? I had this yesterday, so I'm at a red light going to make a left and across from me there's another person at a red light about to make the other left and their windows rolled down and there's a big tree in the median and it's close enough to their window yeah he rolls he rolls down his window and he reaches out and grabs some of the tree leaves and brings them into his suv and i'm thinking what are you doing (laughs) why would you need tree leaves does anybody have any idea? Maybe, I wanted maybe, to ask him what he was doing. Project for his child. Yeah, that's, that was, was there the anybody in the car with him? No, Bailey. He was alone. Hmm. He was an alone leaf grabber. What kind of tree was it? I don't know. Does it matter? Well, I mean, a living those, one. You know, big old maple leaves. Those are always cool for decorating. No, it was a. I don't know what kind of tree it was. I'm not a good tree identifier. Yeah. So, isn't that strange? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess the only way to know would have been for you to have honked and pulled him over, but that wouldn't have been advisable. <laughs> my, other, you know? my other thing is he looks like somebody we knew, and I thought it looked like our friend Glenn. Yeah. So we'll find out what he drives, and if so, I'm going to have the leaf conversation. <laughs> We're going to ask that question. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Later this hour, Sam has music news. And it's all about Paul McCartney doing something he's never done before. Really? Mm-hmm. Uh, first Hollywood Outsider of the Morning coming up next. George R.R. R. Martin, the creator of Game of Thrones, the writer, says that... Hello, HBO. It could have gone on for like 12 seasons. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. You guys know who George R.R. R. Martin is, right? The creator of Game of Thrones. He wrote all the books. He came up with this crazy, interesting world. Mm-hmm. So, you know what? When he was sitting in the audience at the Emmys, that surprised me because I didn't think he made very many public appearances. Is that just me? I think that he has since this became a thing but we also heard that he was sick which is why he wasn't writing any more books or the rumor was that he was very sick he didn't look very sick to me the other night and the word is he said he told someone on the red carpet or joked yeah i know they're wrapping up with this next season you know hbo but it could have gone on for like 12 or 13 seasons (laughs) he's like i wrote enough books he literally said, I, I, I wrote enough novel, the, uh, novels, there's plenty of material. He said, but he guessed the guys, the show's creators, yeah. wanted a life <laughs> because they really haven't had a life and realized well, these two guys came to him and begged him for the rights to make it into a show. But isn't this last season not part of the books? Didn't he create it just for HBO? No. Um, there are more books to come. It's just exciting for fans because they haven't been able to read the books yet so they don't know what's going to happen on the screen george rr martin knows and these two guys who bought the rights know where he wants it to all end up okay i guess i'm confusing it with another show somebody they're wrapping it more quickly okay 
But are the books that haven't come out yet, are they going to be season Probably. eight? Probably. Uh, are they, they going to be past season eight? They don't have to match exactly. The books. Yes, was, they do, Jody. I don't know how to explain this to you, but for a writer, there's so much more you always right. get from a book, and they've condensed it down into eight seasons. And um, they've made them shorter. So they've wrapped up things. And George R.R. Martin said, yes, they left some stuff out. And that's okay. They bought the rights to it. They could do what they want. But they knew my vision is what he said. So I think you're going to get an abridged version of his vision. Mm-hmm. Does that help? And then we can read the books. You're not going to read those books. Oh, I know. I tried to read. They're very intricate and complicated. You know, at some point you're going to be like, ah, let's turn on HBO. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he wants to keep the show alive so he can continue hanging out on the stage with Daenerys. You know? mm. Ah, you remember her name, don't you, Murphy? Aren't there like a bunch of prequels, though, or sequels? Yes. Or? Let's talk about that. He said, we've got five other shows, prequels, in development. George R. R. Martin said this on the red carpet the other night. Um, some of them, you know, 5,000 years before Game of Thrones. Some of them 100 years. 5,000 years. all happening <laughs> p- different time periods in the history of Westeros. Coming up next, it's the producer's mailbag. What do we have on the way, Chad? Well, Jody, we've got some listeners looking for dog advice, as well as (laughs) Freddie Mercury love. Love hearing from you. You can jump in anytime on Facebook or Instagram. You can even give us a call. That's yeah. the easy way. 877-310-4MSJ. Um, be sure that you like our Facebook page, too. That way you get notifications whenever we go Facebook Live or their new posts. Yeah. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, the producer's mailbag. What do we have today, Chad? Well, starting off, we have a message from Karen who's looking for some help from her friend and her dog. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got yeah. a picture right here. Uh, she's having health issues, uh, her friend, and has to rehome her dog. If uh. you know of anybody, please let me know. Uh, this needs to happen oh. soon. Uh, surgery. Okay. It's a pit mix, two years old, weighs about 60 pounds. Don't you have know, a name. You know, the best thing for her to do, for Karen to do, is reach out to, well, your within your own friend group, people that you know first on social media, which I, mm-hmm. I can see that you're doing. But also you can reach out to her local rescue groups because a lot of times if you're a rescue group, you have people knocking on your door, dinging you going, hey, I'm looking for this. I want this age. I want this yeah. type. So it might be a good fit. And a rescue group will also vet, pardon the pun. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they have... They're going to yeah. scream. Yeah, and make sure that it goes to a happy home. But that's that's true Good because there are people that are looking for... Specific. That they actually want to adopt a dog. And I'm sorry to hear that because it's very difficult also to part ways like that, yeah. even though it's not going to work out, having I've to give up had, that. I've never had to do that, and I, I would always wonder about my baby. I would always wonder. I don't know if I could do that with Gus. I know, Sam. It would well, be hard. That's what happened when we adopted Papa the Bulldog. Yeah. You know, the family had to, you know, rehome him and it was we were there when they, you know, gave him to us and it was it was tough. Yes. I said you can you call anytime. I cannot anytime. imagine having to do that with such an easy dog. <laughs> <laughs> I kid. We love him. He's just quite the handful. Good luck, Karen. Yeah. Good luck to you. Very good advice. <laughs> I also wanted to bring up you posted a picture of the gift that Taylor got Phoebe, uh, the poster. Yeah, she won Sister of the Year for that. It's a poster. Taylor works at a movie theater, and it's a poster of the Bohemian Rhapsody movie that's coming out. So now what? This is when the operatic section comes in. <laughs> oh, the operatic section, yeah. <laughs> okay, so this movie's called Bohemian Rhapsody. Mm-hmm. Our Phoebe is 
obsessed with Freddie Mercury. So she put this in her room over her bed. She strung lights around. I love it the lights. So cool. Check it out on our Facebook page. Everybody really likes it. Seems she's not the only one. Jamie says, my 14 and 15 year old girls obsessed with him as well. Mm-hmm. Everything with them these days is Queen or David Bowie. Hashtag old soul. Wow. I love nice. that. Right. I love that because that is an old soul to love that music no matter what. And, you know, appreciate him. And that group. Love hearing from you. Jump in anytime on Facebook or Instagram. Coming up, Sam has music news. Yeah, Paul McCartney's got this new album out called Egypt Station, and he's done something with it that he hasn't accomplished ever in his whole solo career. Catch us after the show. There's, a, there's even a bonus after the show podcast uh, from yesterday in case you missed it. Easy to find. You can subscribe on iTunes or just use the that Google Podcast app on your Android phone. That's easy. And uh, just search for Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Sam's got music news. Paul McCartney has uh, done something he hasn't done ever, 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 ever. His new album, Egypt Station, yeah. debuted at number one. He's never that. had a, a number one Wait, debut. As long as he's been around. Well, yes. Okay. I saw you flash a smile. That seemed to me to say. He's never had a debut at number one with one of his albums. His albums have gone to number one yeah. eventually, but they've That's never the come out. That's the kind of out. stuff that matters, I guess, to him, maybe, but yeah. not to me as a fan. I know, but see, like, I thought Band on the Run had so many Helen uh, Wheels and Band on the Run on there. I thought it would come out at number one. It went to number one, but it didn't start at number one. Okay. Another feather in his cap. And it's been like 36 years since he had a number one album back in 1982. Wow. So congrats to Paul there. Uh, Chainsmokers, you know, they are famous for doing uh, collaborations. They did one with Coldplay. They did one with Halsey. Well, they've got a new album coming out soon, and they've teamed up with uh, country star Kelsey Ballerini for the new song. It's called This Feeling. They tell me think with my head, not that thing in my chest. They got their hands at my neck. Sounds like the Chainsmokers. I was going to say, it sounds exactly like them. They must love to do that. Yeah. Can you can even say though. I know for sure there's any song that I'm familiar with with just them? They, uh, maybe the one called Paris, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. She And by the way, uh, she's a big fan of theirs. She said she actually covers uh, Paris and the Halsey song Closer nice. in her concerts. So Excellent. now she's so happy to be working with them. Here's a really cool one. Tom Petty's band, The Heartbreakers, apparently are going to get back together at some point and go on tour. <laughs> Wait, are they going to do the Journey thing where they have a new lead singer doing his okay. vocals? Mike Campbell, who's the guitarist for uh, the Heartbreakers, he's also touring with Fleetwood Mac right now. Okay, uh, He says, all the guys are family. We all love each other. We want to get back together, and we want to kind of do a thing where it's tributes playing heart, uh, Tom Petty music. Sure. With either one singer or with different singers. Why not? Depending on what songs or where right. they show up. Ooh. And he said it's not in the works right now because he's doing the Fleetwood Mac thing. But once he gets out of that, they might get the band back together and go on the road and do the Tom so Petty. So let's play who should do the vocals. Ooh. I, I think mean, he's like, too stylized. To, you know, it, yeah. How do you replace that voice? You don't, you know? Uh, somebody's going to try. I mean, if you though. can find a really good impersonator, I mean, why not go for it? It's yeah. going to sound weird to have those songs without his voice on these. Yeah. Truth. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Music News. All right, coming up next, if you are the host house for a big football get-together this season, the easiest thing to make... So you can watch the game, too. Next. You guys know about Game Day Grub. We've got Game Day Grub recipes for you. I like the word grub. Why? It's just, I don't know. It's perfect for football food. It makes you feel like, makes makes it seem like a bunch of, you know, knuckles going into dips. And Aren't grubs also little caterpillars <laughs> or bugs? Oh, I guess so. A grub. 
from Lion King. Yeah. Okay. I just like the term food. Yeah. So game day grub, foot, really good football food recipes uh, on our website, murphysamandjody.com. But we're adding one today that's a no-duh to me. If you are the host house, if you're having a big football watching party at your house, mm-hmm. what's the easiest thing for you to do? Well, I always say it's have everybody bring something. <laughs> Durr. But um, if you want to have the main like entree, you do a big, we talked about this at Super Bowl time. A big, huge pot of chili. Yeah. You do a big, huge pot of chili, and you have all the fixings ready, and you can also kick that game up a little bit with what on the side? Do you remember? Sour cream? No, that's obvious. Corn Salsa? Yes, obvious. Uh, Come on, guys. Uh, Sam, up your game. Cheese? Beer? Baked potatoes. Oh. Because you get to eat Oh, oh you the put the chili, chili on the potatoes. The ba- like the big ones? Yeah. That's a hit. You have them ready, wrapped up in foil and hot. Everybody grabs a potato, puts some chili and whatever fixings they want on it. Okay, I got a question. That's satisfying and easy for you. With that potato thing. Where do you find those monster potatoes like they serve at the yeah, restaurant? Yeah, I've never the grocery. No, no. The grocery to... has potatoes, but they don't have the like football-sized potatoes. Yeah, you almost have to buy a bunch of the red ones and kind of force them together no. into one big potato. <laughs> you know that what? doesn't I work. Guess, okay, I, mm, I would check the local produce stands then yeah. for the big homegrown potatoes for that. Okay. Or you could just do regular size if yeah. you want. I hear you on that. But it's just a hit and it's super easy. You start cooking your chili morning of, make plenty of it, get all the sides you want, get fun and creative with them, even do Fritos. Some people might want to do Frito pie. Mm-hmm. But that's the easiest thing. Yeah. Okay. Adding it to our game day grub for you at murphysamandjody.com. When in doubt, put it on a potato. Yeah. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood Outsider. Demi Lovato's mom gets very real about what happened and what is going on with her now. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Demi Lovato's mom has spoken out about the overdose. She's got a new book coming out, doesn't she? She does, Falling with Wings. Got that book coming out. You know, she's always been very involved in Demi's life and struggles, and mm-hmm. she's always been right there with us. So you can imagine how incredibly difficult this has been. In fact, apparently Diana is her name. She is has dedicated herself to fighting the you know opioid crisis, mm-hmm. and now even more so. So what we've known, she Demi apparently gave her you know permission to go ahead and talk to the public about this a little bit. So she said that Demi spent two days on life support. Yeah, That's we heard story. it was serious though, right, right at the start. We knew it was serious from the start, but to be specific, I guess to know, and so that they didn't know for two days whether she was going to make it or not. Right. She also said that Demi's ex boyfriend Wilder Valderrama put his life on hold to support her and has still put his life on hold. Mm-hmm. Um, he's still kind of waiting for her, that it's been crazy. She's at a world-renowned rehab facility Good. Um, that maybe we're not even going to expect Demi Lovato to emerge from that and be back in the public eye in any way until maybe around Halloween. I Good. I hope, hope she takes a lot of time after that, too. To me, wait till after the new year. Yeah. You know, get yourself... Well, I mean, even longer. What's the rush? There should not be not be a rush, but I guess in her world, for her, maybe she feels an obligation to fans. That's a whole give take relationship, and she knows it. Yeah, and sadly, I, in, in the entertainment industry, if you're not present, then you're not present. Right. If she doesn't get back out Are there valid? in a decent amount of time, then exactly. I love her voice. That's sad. I know. I, I, to me, if you could imagine this happening to you in such a major way, where you had to be on life support for two days. 
it's not something you'd want the world to know about. No. You'd want to bury it and move on and deal with it in your own way. But, you know, she's going to have to deal with it publicly. Um, the mom, Diana, credits Demi's millions of fans for their prayers and thanks them and says also the great, good doctors at Cedar sinai saved her life. Quickly want to tell you some happy news for you, especially Sam. Yeah. Space Jam 2 is coming. Everybody get up. It's the Monstars are coming back. It's the sequel with LeBron James oh, in a idea. starring role. That's the plan. Yeah. And that's all we know. All right, coming up in your next Hollywood Outsider this morning around 7.55, is Maroon 5 really suiting up for the Super Bowl? Hmm. And is Downton Abbey coming to the big screen? Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood Outsider. All right, coming up in a little bit, what Sam got in the mail from a female fan. Very exciting. What can I say? <laughs> Very exciting. Share uh, that with you on the way. Sam, Jody and I have finally started season two of Ozark. Oh, that which separates the haves from the have-nots. Yeah, so again, not a kid-friendly show, but man, is this thing a ride, and season two takes off like a rocket. The whole the first episode is like, oh my gosh. Really? And I just have to say, Marty Bird, the character that Jason Bateman plays, yeah. I want to handle everything in my life with that sort of matter-of-factness. Yeah. Like, I would love to be able to handle... Like, the way he's so... I don't even know how he, What do you well, call that? He's so... Calm. Calm. He's calm and he always has a plan with ridiculous things that are thrown at him. You realize that's not reality, right? I of mean, of course it's, not. And I think that's what makes the character so enticing. Is he, it's like it's impossible for somebody to be that calm through these right. kind of things. Yeah, like when we watched, when we all watched Breaking Bad, and you watch Walter White kind of just handle things. Marty Bird handles everything. He never gets, he never shows any upset. He just, it's, it's almost like he's ordering, you know, pizza. Pizza at a restaurant. Yeah, well, it's like in the, yeah, one this of the, is what we're going to do with this cartel. One of the first episodes of season one where he came up with this idea of the Ozark thing. Right. And it just was like, it's what we're going to do. The situation he was in to just go, matter of factly, oh, yeah, here's yeah. what you do. Well, we're not going to throw any spoilers at you, no you know, way. But, but last night it's like, I what got thrown at him in the first episode of season two? Wow. And the way he's handled it it's like okay and that's what sucks you right back in immediately even if you don't remember where it left off because you binged it the last time it doesn't even feel different than season one just new problems it looks the same it's so gray are you stressed out i was a little bit but i was so sleepy i didn't care it's like time to go to bed um i i was i was laughing at jody at the beginning though because when we first pulled up netflix it shows you there's an option to watch the recap of the first season so you get back up to speed again and she clicked through accidentally and it's like well i want to go back and find that and we couldn't Couldn't find it again it's like it disappeared from the menu oh you got one short chance and that's it yeah one chance at the the recap and i was trying to just pause it because you were saying something to me murphy and i wanted to pause it so we could experience the recap and I lost it so careful with that <laughs> okay little advice coming up next with Murphy Sam and Jody how about an update on the best thing that ever happened at the Emmys and it has nothing to do with famous people and their awards but that couple the proposal yeah. the update on the sweet Emmy couple next you guys want an update on the Emmy couple? And when I say Emmy couple, you know we mean... Oh, yeah, they stole the show. The director, Glenn Weiss, who was winning for directing the Oscars. Mm-hmm. He impromptu... I mean, he was ready. He had a ring in his pocket. Good <laughs> and, thing. Yeah. He also said he didn't have a backup plan. If he had not won, 
he was going to propose, propose some, some other way, some private yeah. way the other night. Jane, I want to put this ring that my mom wore on your finger in front of all these people and in front of my mom and your parents watching uh, from above. Will you marry me? Uh, uh, you know why I love the moment so much was that he just did it right there, but... She was so genuinely surprised, you could tell. And you could tell they're both very private people. She didn't expect to be walking on that stage for any reason. Well, they're not used to the limelight, these two. Even he, you know, he's in that business. He's not he's used a to behind being, the camera guy. Yeah. Totally, totally. I expected a very private proposal if there ever were to be one. And we've always talked about... Wait, that wasn't private? Uh, that was them on the Today Show. The Today Show. Um, and then the significance of the ring. You know, if you didn't see this part of the show, he said before the, he proposed, look, my mom died a couple of weeks ago and she would have loved this. Mm. And so it meant a lot to him to give her this particular ring so much so he started talking about it and he couldn't continue. They were never separate. So, so this... The, the, the. And the fact that I have been able to wear this ring and get engaged with this ring is so meaningful for both of us. She had just passed away and the, this ring was on his mother's hand for 60-something years and he got it from his dad two days before the Oscars. That was one of the funny parts of the proposal too. You remember that? But yeah, I really and, do have the... Yeah, yeah he, t- he says, well, for my brothers and sisters, dad did give me yeah, the ring. Right. <laughs> yeah, and so they're not used to the limelight. They've been on Jimmy Kimmel since um, and so, you know, plans for um, an actual... The ceremony? Like public ceremony, it's likely that it's going to be private. Which one? Her, the third, in order. You know, he did an amazing, crazy thing. And, you know, he did an amazing, crazy thing, and here we are. And it's really nice that love is trending. You know what else is trending? Comedian Leslie Jones, she uh, went on Twitter from the Emmys and said what she thought about it. The man that's going to be with me is going to uh, propose to me on the Emmys, okay? If you don't do that, then... You ain't serious about our love. <laughs> I love that. That's a lot to live up to. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Your email answered in our producer's mailbag, including some real mail that Sam got from a female. Got a gift. An adoring female fan. Jump in anytime. We'd love to hear from you. 877-310-4MSJ to call. Or you can hit us up on Facebook or Instagram. It's time for the producer's mailbag. All right, Chad. I know we have something special on the way. Yes. But first, we have something from Facebook, right? Yeah, something equally as special. Uh, <laughs> this one, uh, we've got a new listener who Yay. contacted us about the end of August. Okay. Uh, said he was a new listener. And you're just getting show. around to it? Hey, the mailbag <laughs> overfloweth. Okay, Chad, I no, want to hear this. This just so, in three weeks ago. <laughs> I want to so, hear this. This is from Van, and Van contacted us again recently. Okay. Cool, but Van. first he contacted to let us know, hey, I'm a new listener. Well, I love you. the family feel. Thanks. And recently he contacted us again to say, well, here you go. Y'all are my new favorite morning radio family. Well, thank, thank you, Van. Van. Wow, that's awesome. Cool we, name. We appreciate that too. very much. Write us anytime. We'll get to it right away we'll, on the jiffy. We'll get to it eventually. <laughs> well, yeah. Okay. We got a physical letter in the mail, uh, huh. and it's related to Sam's blue plate 
story. Oh uh, the blue plate, yes, the uh, cobalt blue Fiesta Wear plate, which um, was a special plate for me in which marriage was it? Second was marriage. Two? <laughs> Your second uh, marriage. Yeah, uh, because we had a whole Fiesta set and then we had this one cobalt blue plate that whenever something good happened for one of the kids, a grade or whatever, Sammy, Will, and Jackson, they got to pick the blue plate for dinner that right, night. Right, nice. So it was uh, kind of special. And of course, with the divorce, it went with the rest of the collection. I mean, your ex-wife has the blue plate, and you right. wanted one back. And I happened to bring Jackson home, you know, a month or so ago, and I happened to see the blue plate sitting there in the cabinet. And it's like, oh, oh, blue plate. I haven't thought about that in a while. Okay. <laughs> so we shared that. At, at some point, I actually want to know what you traded off. Since everything was split in half, she got the cobalt blue plate. And what you did got you get? What? <laughs> or maybe we shouldn't discuss that. <laughs> I'll tell you what I got. All right. <laughs> Okay, but we got a letter in the mail, officially, okay? Um, And you got a plate in the mail. A plate with the letter. Okay, the letter is next in the mailbag. So Sam got a very heavy box that was delivered to uh, the station here. And uh, we're going to continue the mailbag. Producer Chad's got the letter. You got a gift in the mail, Sam. A gift in the mail. And a letter. And the gift was a cobalt blue Fiesta Wear plate. Yeah. Man, that is shiny and pretty and nice. No, it is. um, Because I needed to replace the plate that I, you know, that my ex has. That my ex has. Uh, with the rest of the Fiesta collection. So because now that I can add half plate. of everything else you used to own. <laughs> no, I'm I, just kidding. All right. Now I got my plate. I'm happy. <laughs> okay. So you got this anonymous gift and a letter. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. All right. Here's the letter. Sam? Yes. I heard you tell the story of using the cobalt blue plate for your kids on special days, mm. and it struck a chord with me as mm. I too left behind some things after divorcing my boy's father. Mm. It's funny how something that seems so ordinary at the time really hits home later as we reminisce. (sighs) I'm a huge fan, and I hope that you can continue to use the blue plate with your children and grandchildren. Wowza. Mm. Love the show, and here's to continuing traditions with our families. A fan. Yay, thank you. That is so nice. Thank you very much. And how cool that it's just anonymous. Yeah. Yeah. That is And we don't know who it's from. (laughs) That is too sweet. That is that's a that's a good deed. That's some love sent to you from from the world, Sam. And coincidentally when I mentioned this to Jackson. Uh, he'd sent me a picture of the blue plate that started this all. That's at his that his mom's house. Yeah. And I said, Oh yeah, I got your picture of the blue plate. He goes yeah, that's just one of the plates we use. Oh, like, he's oh. oh. <laughs> so this is okay. lost on Jackson that it's special. <laughs> okay, whoever yeah, you you know who's going to be eating off this plate every night, Jackson, <laughs> until he gets it. Uh, by the way, you may want to hold on to that with two hands, oh, Sam. Yeah, yeah. Love hearing from you. Um, send us anything anytime. You don't have to send stuff though. Um, <laughs> hey, Jody, to Facebook and Instagram. This is my very own blue plate special. <laughs> Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. All right, the reason that I may have to stop binge watching any show with Jody at night. <laughs> so uh, I'm not sure. As much as I love watching uh, or binge watching shows with Jody, it's kind of our thing when we have a show that's just the two of us, you know, a shared show. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know that I can continue to do this, at least with one show, Jody. And that is with with Ozark. So that's it? Oh, yeah. We go back in that house, we go to bed, we wake up in the morning, we kiss the kids? That's exactly what we did. Well, Murphy, y'all started watching season two, right? Yes. Yeah, we watched the first episode last night. So wait, is this too stressful for you? No, it's not, well, I don't know if that's what it is or not. It messes my sleep up. 
every time we watch binge watch a show that I'm into, it either keeps me awake, which it didn't do last night, okay. or I wind up dreaming things that occurred in the show. Oh, oh. And, you're, and you're involved in the things? Yeah, so I was running from the cartel last night in my dreams. And I'm like, cool. it's, it's just... It not is, cool. Well, not, not not cool. Well, because as Jody knows, I have the world's most boring dreams, only because they're just like, whatever happens in real life happens in the dream that night. Yeah. Nothing spectacular about it. But when we watch these shows... You know, especially the really intense ones. Like you have a really Boardwalk interesting Imp- life. Yeah, uh, Boardwalk Empire kind of does the same oh, thing man. to me. The intensity level messes with me, so I think I need to at least maybe do the thing where you like just like you put a screen down thirty minutes before you go to bed. Yeah, I-, I need to have a thirty minute break before you know I can't turn off the TV and go to sleep. It's probably not smart. I wouldn't want the kids doing it, so we shouldn't do oh, it. We don't either. want the kids watching Ozark no, no, anyway. No. Yeah. I wouldn't want them watching anything or being overstimulated with something intense before right before bed. Right. I believe in winding down the brain well reading for me i could read something intense and it's different than watching something yeah because you'll fall asleep either way i don't know i guess but i I, you know i'm not going to do any spoilers here but i'll just tell you there's a piece of fireplace equipment you'll never look at the same after the first episode of season two Uh, i actually have a story about this uh, about my dad he's a really big football fan but the teams that he supports he can't watch night games before bed same thing because he gets too excited so, like, the second half of, like, a game that starts at 7.30, he won't watch. He'll watch it till halftime, and then he's like, okay, I'm done. Need to, See, need to calm down, go huh. to sleep. That's self-regulating. That yeah. That's great, because I don't know, I mean... That's probably really hard for a football fan yeah. to do. Yes. So it is, you know, as somebody personally who lacks discipline, yes, I, <laughs> I, I admire that. The only thing that was soothing, Sam, is the ending of the season one episode. Oh, yeah. It was kind of a classic, mellow Frank Sinatra song yeah. that actually does play into the theme. It's that weird, uh, what do you call that, a paradox? The, the show is rough, and then it ends on the happy musical note. Oh, okay. Whimsical note. Yeah. The summer wind. Maybe that's why I fell asleep. Uh, Maybe that's why I dreamt of the cartel. Yeah. Was Frank there? Great scene. (laughs) Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood Outsider. Will Maroon 5 be the next Super Bowl halftime show? And uh, Downton Abbey, is it ever coming to the big screen? Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Heard yesterday a little bird told me that, hey, Maroon 5 might be suiting up for the Super Bowl halftime show. And I thought... Wow, that uh, could work. I saw this too, and it, whenever we think of people, uh, you know, the rumors are going around that... Uh, you think of like one big person. Yeah, and it's like Maroon 5. How about how, a band? How many songs do they have? A million? About a million that you know yeah. and that have been successful. Apparently, uh, according to Us Weekly, the offer's been extended and they've pretty much accepted. I think you sit down at the table and work things out, though. Yeah. Maroon 5, they've got their own music that you know, and they've got newer music, and they've also got a lot of collaborations. <laughs> I mean, Christina Aguilera could join on this song. Oh, yeah. Cardi B could join on the new song. Yes. You know, there's a million of these things that can happen, and that's what you that's what they like, this, the producers of the show, of the halftime show. They like yeah. to have a lot of, ooh, surprises. The more variety, the, main, the bigger the audience. Yeah, and there's a lot to live up to with Justin Timberlake. I think Gaga gave us a lot to live up to, and so did Bruno Mars. Right. Super Bowl 53 taking place in Atlanta, February 3rd. Maroon 5 may be down for that. And by the way, if you're in Atlanta... Usher. Oh, yeah. Can, I'm just, you just a could. Surprise. Um, so I like that idea. Yeah. All right. Moving on to some Downton Abbey at the big screen news. Ah, this show. Apparently, it is getting a movie. This been will, in talks about this for a while, haven't the, there? And the reason it's never been confirmed is that they need to get every single person 
from the cast. You right. want everybody. You don't want a missing sister or whatever. <laughs> the dad's got to be there. Yeah. So apparently we're getting a film for the big screen based on the show September 2019, one year from now. Okay. Not just any movie, though. It was announced that it's going to be the entire original Cast. And they will I assume, I've never seen it, I know you and Murphy love it, but they're going to pick up where they left off? I don't know that for sure, because they may do the prequel. time skipping around, thanks to, you know, This Is Us, everybody yeah. knows we can skip around and audiences dig that. So Downton Abbey movie, next year at this time, I like it, I'm excited to be back in that, I will be excited to be back in that world. Mm-hmm. It's sort of peaceful, yet dramatic. (laughs) All right, coming up in your next Hollywood Outsider this morning around 8.30, Demi Lovato's mom gets very real about what happened to her in the days after the overdose and how she's doing now. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. So in case you missed uh, the latest on that Emmy couple proposal, you know, the the couple that, you know, the the director who proposed to his fiancée, Live on stage at the Emmys. Incredible. Uh, they've kind of done the tour, and uh, whether it was planned or unplanned, in case you missed that, we've got it on the Murphy, Sam, and Jody podcast, along with anything that you might miss this morning. You can catch it all after the show. If you remember, uh, for over a year, I was looking for the Nintendo Classic. Classic. It's yes, the you are, Sam. It's the smaller version of the original Nintendo box from back in the day, and it's got 30 games Didn't on you it. get it? Yeah, I did get it. Like, do you Donkey, play it? When Donkey they, Kong's on that one? Yeah, Donkey Kong's the only one I've played on, and it's got all 30 games, but Donkey Kong After was my game. all of that searching. But that was my game. So, okay. that, you know, that's, they got Worth stuff it. on there I was I was never interested in. Okay. Uh, Sony is now going to come out with their version of it for the PlayStation, the original PlayStation. We're up to PS4 now. Okay. But this is the original PlayStation, and they're calling it Sony PlayStation classic okay uh, apparently that's the name you use 100 sure. bucks it's going to come out at the first of december or the third of december right at the beginning of the month yeah so that you can grab it hopefully for christmas and it's going to have 20 games on it uh final fantasy 7 ridge racer 4 tekken 3 all of these mean nothing to me, me because either, me i either. never played any of those games but it's all, all from the first playstation yes okay okay um so will they make enough games where it doesn't sell out so, like the other ones? See, this is Sony. This isn't Nintendo. So I'm hoping Sony has learned from Nintendo, make enough because you could sell enough if you make enough. Right. Uh, when does Sony ever run out of anything? Yeah. Never. Uh, Nintendo and their latest release of the, the classic, they've made five million bucks on it. <laughs> You know, and that's Wowza. why like forty bucks at a time. Taking something they already had and repackaging. I know, Man. isn't that great? We're, we're so Learn we're so into retro that we'd go back and play crummy vid- crummy eight bit video games mm-hmm. just because that's what we grew up on, and that's what Donkey Kong. As soon as I turned Donkey Kong on, you were like Ooh. the music hit, and it's like, oh yeah. I'm I'm back where Nostalgia. I was. I think the reason for that is because there's something to be said for virtual reality, and I get that. You know, I mean, CGI is unbelievable today. But, but when you go back to this that eight bit stuff, it's kind of like watching an animated movie. It's mm-hmm. like a cartoon version. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think it's I don't know simpler. And it sounds always works. And it was fun to turn it on and watch the kids make fun of me. This you played on this? What? There yeah. was two sticks and a dot, and you <laughs> moved it back and forth. What? <laughs> boop boop. You know, all good companies' IT departments like to make sure we're aware of security measures. 
Right. Uh, well, Sam, that's one reason you have to change your password, you know, every other week. Every other week, too. And, and now, now your password has to be, you know, longer than 12 digits, and it has to be some combination of... Characters. And, and caps and mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I, yeah. I can't remember my own... And, and by the way, it always expires on the weekend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what happened to the good old days when it could just be password one, two, three? Yeah. <laughs> Worked well, for me. it can be if you want to be highly hackable. So, uh, sure. our company likes to... To uh, you know, give us these warnings and stuff too. But apparently, they're also in. And this this is a heads up. They're also in, involved in fishing themselves. Fishing, not not fishing in the lake. No, but the PHI. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, because our producer Chad uh, opened up an email that was uh, the topic was fishing. Exactly. A uh, company email the other day on fishing. And tell everybody what happened, Chad. Well, I was elected to take a training course on fishing because apparently I had accidentally clicked on a link or entered credentials somewhere that I wasn't supposed to. And because that had happened and it was sponsored by the company themselves, they were like, well, now you've got to go through a training course because you failed the test that we <laughs> set up for you. They, no. s- they sent out a dummy, a dummy email and Chad opened it up. So therefore... Okay, was this they real or was trap. was it a phishing scam for phishing? No, <laughs> this was real. This in in really yes. And the crazy Mur- thing Murphy is, Murphy doesn't trust it. <laughs> then I had to go back and look through. Okay, well, what did I clicked on recently? Like, right. what did I do wrong? That my conclusion is that I must have accidentally clicked on something on my mobile phone. Like, mm-hmm. I accidentally yeah. clicked a link because I didn't put my credentials anywhere I wasn't supposed to. Sure. Okay. The only thing that I did was. Uh, required training, which we did have to go through recently. Right, yeah. right. That was the scary part. Is I was like, "Whoa, was the training really training, or did I not actually train?" <laughs> was it a scam too? <laughs> oh my god! So then I started. I'm like second guessing all the emails yeah. that I get. See, now. and as Jody's right, that that's the first thing that I do when I get to the point where it's like I don't trust any of it. I'm going to go to the next older technology, which is the phone. <laughs> <laughs> and if that doesn't work, then we're going to cut off all the technology and do certified letters. Yeah. You know? So just a heads up, any of those phishing emails you want to click on to read about phishing, don't because they're phishing. Because it's phishing. Yeah. I'm so worn out with it. <laughs> Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood outsider. Demi Lovato's mother getting very real about what happened to Demi in those two days after her overdose. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Demi Lovato's mother getting very real about what happened to Demi in those last couple of, in those two days after her overdose. Says she spent two days on life support. Oh, wow. And they didn't even know for those two days if she was going to make it. Her mom has written a book. She's dedicated herself to, you know, fighting this opioid crisis. And Mm -hmm. so she really has a lot to say about it right now. Um, Also, Demi's ex-boyfriend, Wilmer Valderrama, we had heard that he was by her side. Yeah. She says he put his life on hold for her and, you know pretty much still is all mm-hmm. about helping her she is in a world-renowned rehab facility right now that's all that she would say and maybe we won't even hear from her and fans won't hear from demi until halloween or something i'm thinking well, push it least, later yeah push it later like go through the holidays with your family taking care of yourself and then be that superstar again up to date with jody's hollywood outsider Jody's got a new book in the non-so-serious book club. (laughs) The non-serious book club. The totally unserious book club. I don't guess you want me to rename this thing, do you, Jody? It's the not-so-serious book club. Not-so-serious book club. club. What's funny about a lot of the books that I read are 
serious like subject matter, but we mean it's fiction and that it's fun. That's all we mean. Well, um, but yeah, but I, you, you got to be careful because didn't you put that clown book in there? It. The Stephen King book. Did you put that in the Not So Serious Book Club? Yeah. Yeah, that's like the way too serious book I mean, club. Yeah. It just I means thought, fiction. Yeah, I thought it was like you're not actually sitting around a table comparing notes on that's the book. That's what I it's mean. It's not so serious. See, uh, Bailey gets it. Uh, Bailey gets it. All these years of... <laughs> Finally. This is not a professor at a university recommending yeah. books. Yeah. This is me Something going, hey, I, fun time. I enjoyed reading this. Would you yeah. like to read it? Good. Well, so, it's good to know that after 10 years here, Sam, we finally <laughs> figured out the real purpose of the Not So Serious okay. Book Club. Now I like it. Okay. Yeah. So the book I've added is the new Robert Galbraith novel, which is actually J.K. Rowling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the fourth in a series of books she has written, and they are thrillers, the grown-up stuff, no Harry Potter, no wizards, no magic, mm-hmm. thrillers, murder mysteries, and it's... It's the same detective team, and I just, I have trouble putting them down. I find them really good. This new one is called Lethal White. Check it out. And the three that, you know, So this is the fourth in a trilogy? It's the fourth in a series. (laughs) MurphySamAndJody.com. Hey, we all remember the highlight of the Emmys the other night was the big proposal. Will you marry me? The director of the Oscars won an Emmy for his directorship of the Oscars. Yes, and, then and so he, he used his opportunity on stage to propose to his longtime fiance, um, longtime I, girlfriend. Girlfriend, yeah, and well, yeah, <laughs> I guess she's the fiance. When are we getting married? Oh, come on, honey. Um, but I, I found out he was planning this for a long time in hopes that he might win. Now, he had a backup plan. If he didn't win, he was just going to ask her at okay. some point. Yeah. But because he is an Oscar telecast director, he knew the whole play them off with music, they're talking too long thing. Right. So he had his his speech in his head, and he said before the Oscars, he was going over it. And, okay, I can cut this. I can cut this. If they're going to try to play me off, I can cut this part to make sure I get in. In 90 and he, seconds. And then he said, so while he watched the Oscars as they were, I mean, the uh, Emmys as they were going on, he was seeing how many people got played off to see what he says okay it he came was doing to, the time yeah he was head. like okay they're not really being strict on this this is good this is good let me take this part out and let me Unreal. he's doing this all in his head before he got up there and Unreal. at the time he didn't even know if he was going to win i think that's uh, that's it's a good thing because if he hadn't i mean it still would have been wonderful they would have yeah. gotten married but, but he probably uh, should have kept it to himself if he hadn't won because yeah. then it would have been well you know honey if i had I won what i would have done <laughs> <laughs> Right. Yeah, you don't tell somebody yeah, what you were okay. gonna do. So, so here's the For ring. Sure. What do you say? Yeah. Hope you enjoy the rest of your workday, and when you get a chance later this afternoon, come hang out with us on the Murphy Sam and Jody After the Show podcast. That's the only place that we do it is uh, is online. And uh, you know, there's one thing that Sam, Jody, and I all have in common: possibly producer Chad and producer Bailey that would make my grandmother roll her eyes. <laughs> That's coming up in the After the Show podcast.